Hello, everybody. Welcome to Unstable and Unbridled. I'm Rachel, a current sometimes training level event rider who is mostly an amateur but slightly professional. Hey, guys. I'm Liz, also an all-levels competitor in multiple different disciplines and owner of Liz Lund Equestrian. Thank you for joining us on our novice podcast effort. We are hoping to bring you a great show today. Uh, Liz and I have been friends for a long time. Although neither of us can really remember exactly when, how, or why we became friends. But before we get started, I have to give you a big shout out here and just say how cool I think all this podcast gear is that you got for us. I thought we would just be doing like a recording on our phones, but this is fully legit over here. We got microphones, headphones, everything. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. It's definitely a fake it until you make it type situation. Um, But we've been friends for a long time, and I've been working for Liz on and off for the last few years, um, giving lessons while she gets to winter in Florida, and I'm stuck at home in Minnesota like a plebe. Hey, at least your horse got to go this year. You're making progress. Yeah, I'm still honestly contemplating abandoning all of my ethics to just become a snowbird in my 30s. I definitely think you should, and then we can start our commune of horse friends and just live the farm life. Anyway... After quite a few post-horse show drinks, we decided that we wanted to start a podcast about all things horses because A, we like it. And B, we're hilarious, obviously. Totally. (laughs) Well, that is 100% accurate. In case anyone who is listening is not a rider, welcome to the world of crazy horse people. We primarily do a sport called three-day eventing that consists of two other equestrian disciplines in which we dabble in, dressage and show jumping. It's basically a perfect combination of beauty, finesse, and insanity. Do you think that pretty much sums it up? Yeah, I would say so. This podcast is going to focus on the three main English disciplines, life as a rider and just general musings about living in your 20s and 30s. So without further ado, here we go. So to start, I want to introduce our episode a little bit. Um, At the time we originally produced this episode, which was like the end of February, early March, Liz was still in Ocala finishing out her winter eventing season, and I was back at home teaching lessons and working in the hospital. And then COVID happened. Wah, wah. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, COVID definitely threw a wrench in things as it tends to do. All of our horse shows got canceled, and I ended up coming back from Florida early. And all of our horse shows continued to still be canceled. Yeah, it's been a process. Um, It's also been a little bit of choppy waters to navigate with the business at home, right? Oh, yeah, it's been tough. Running a boarding barn is not the easiest thing to do when there's a pandemic, but um, been trying to balance what's safest for everyone and what makes people most comfortable and allowing people to spend time with their horses and You know, as we've kind of gotten the hang of things, we're allowing people to come out a little bit more and a little bit more each time. So I think we're trying, we're doing our best and everybody seems to be as happy as they can be right now. Totally. Wish I could still be spending time with my horse in Florida, but here we are. I always say it only takes getting the clients down to Florida one time and they'll always want to come back. Yeah, I hate to say it, but it's hard to imagine a winter without being able to ride outside again. I feel like such a brat saying that because we're so blessed at Copeland to have such an amazing heated indoor, but man, those four walls get old. Yeah, never again. For being honest, probably never again for me either, but... 
that leads us into how COVID affected our pilot episode. This one wasn't really intended to be the pilot because it just jumps right into the absolutely not glamorous parts of riding, but since everyone has basically turned into a dirty mountain troll during quarantine anyways, I think it's kind of fitting. Oh, it for sure does. Standard hygiene does not apply during quarantine. So let's just jump right into the non-glamorous parts of riding. You mean other than the full layer of black dirt under my nails that shows through my French manicure? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, I can't say I've ever actually seen you with a French manicure. Well, maybe at your wedding. But I guess if you did have one, there would definitely be dirt under your nails. So pretty much exactly that. I think as a whole, horse girls are pretty much okay with just being dirty. Oh, no doubt. I literally track days that I shower in my bullet journal because otherwise I can go quite some time without thinking about it, which I'm sure my husband loves that about me. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure Dan doesn't mind, or at least he's used to it by now. And it can especially get bad when you're surrounded by other horse people who don't really care that much about being clean. And I'm sure, as most have experienced, quarantine definitely doesn't help. No. I truly don't even notice my dirtiness until I hang out with people who shower on the reg, or uh, cleanies, as I like to call them. Yeah, what's that like? (laughs) So, the portion of this segment is really not to make anyone change their habits or encourage anyone to shower or shower more often, but we are basically just reinforcing if you don't shower regularly, well, you're not alone. I really just actually don't like to shower. I've also discovered that if I do have to take a shower, I don't have to get my hair wet. What a concept. (laughs) I totally agree. If I start smelling myself or someone else tells me that I'm rank, it's not like I'm opposed to showering. I just prefer not to. And I don't really notice if I look or feel dirty for the most part. So lucky. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I really only tend to shower if I am going somewhere, which these days is absolutely nowhere. However, I am a big fan of a bath. I could take a one hour bath on the reg, although I would really love to upgrade my bath as the one I have is just your standard shower bath insert and it gets uncomfortable quite quickly. I also love a bath, but I am like you. I need a deeper tub. Mine, like, doesn't cover me 100%, so there's always one half of me that's cold, whether it's my top or backside. Yeah, you have to keep alternating. Right. (laughs) And I hate washing my clothes pretty much as much as I hate washing my body, too. So I I think I might honestly just be gross. The longer we talk about this, the worse I sound. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't enjoy doing laundry, but I pretty much wash my clothes after one use. Sometimes I'll wear my breeches twice, but usually I just wash them every day. Yeah, I'm not really about the breech washing life. They're really expensive and I'm just not interested in like the special dryer routines. It's like jeans, right? Most people don't wash their jeans after just one use. Well, I dry everything. I wash my clothes like a guy. All the colors, all the things, they all go together. And I definitely do wash and dry my jeans as well. Oops. Ugh, really? I just feel like they get it's, they get so weird so fast, and then they're, like, so tight after you dry them. You have to do that horrible squat thing to try and, like, stretch them out. Well, I don't think real denim gets as tight after drying. I mean, I wear denim-like products, but definitely at this point, they're more legging than jean. Well, I think this is a good time to segue into our next super glamorous talking point, body chafing. <laughs> Wow, seriously, I have so much to say about chafing. Can I please start with a story? Oh my God, I'm dying to hear this. Although I'm sure I have at some point, but 
Let's hear it. So I'm sure you probably remember this day. Last summer at a horse show, I was wearing just like normal underwear and my butt cheeks were just rubbing together and created this like red ring of sting that encompassed the whole back part of my butt. The most embarrassing part of it all was I could find nothing to help the pain other than baby powder. So I had to just like walk around like a penguin all weekend with baby powder, like fluffing out of my pants with every step. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is the worst. And I do remember that. And I was very (laughs) embarrassed for you. (laughs) I know for a fact, though, I'm not the only person who deals with this. No, no, definitely not. We've all had it at some point. And if it's not a sting ring, it's a sweat rash from sweating in your breeches all day, especially if it's really humid and you have a lot of horses to ride. Oh, I do feel like I get a rash more frequently when I wear falsy breeches as opposed to knee patch breeches. Is there anything else that you do to prevent rashes? Yeah, I used to wear falsy breeches all the time, but in the last few years, I've kind of switched over to the knee patch breeches, but... What I do is like I apply a gold button stick, which is basically it looks like a deodorant stick and it helps prevent the sweat rash from getting worse and it'll help it go away. A little bit of a manly smell to those, I feel like, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but I like that. (laughs) (laughs) I might have to give that a try. Um, I've had good luck with body glide, although you can definitely save yourself the extra two dollars and buy the regular body glide, not the pink lady stick, because I'm pretty sure it's exactly the same thing. It just costs more. Oh, yeah. Didn't you try that anti monkey butt stuff at one point, too? I did, but I just find a powder too messy. Like if you somehow manage to not make it look like it snowed in your house when you're putting it on, it's still going to be all over your clothes and it's just a pain. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It just is impossible to put on and it just gets everywhere. So I guess it's safe to say that our product review conclusion is yay for body glide and a gold bun stick and nay for baby powder and anti monkey butt. Uh, Sits baths, too, are huge if you have a really bad rash or saddle sores. A what bath? A sits bath. It's definitely an old person thing, but basically you just fill your bathtub half full of warm water and then sit in it, and it soothes your sores quite a bit. (laughs) Did you learn that trick in the nursing home or what? I literally did learn that in the group home. (laughs) All right, well, you've heard it here first. Sits baths are it. So with butts in mind, I think this is a good time for us to do a product review. All right, let's hear it. So it's not necessarily a horse product, but if you are like us and you have butt problems, you're going to need some good underwear to ride in. Um, I used to religiously buy Victoria's Secret underwear basically until I realized that they suck. I can't even tell you (laughs) the amount of pink underwear that I've thrown out in the last few years. Right? So what I want to recommend is the Lululemon uh, Mula Bandaha wear underwear. I totally said that wrong, but um, in both the thong and regular bikini style. Can't feel that they're there. They wash up nice. They've got a real sleek look and don't leave like grandma style panty lines. So those are good. Well, yeah, that sounds like it checks all the boxes. Although Lululemon tends to be a bit expensive and I don't care to spend that much on my underwear. Yeah, that's the only thing I will say. They are a little bit expensive, like maybe 15 to 20 bucks a pair, depending on the pattern. But that's a small price to pay for a chafe-free butt, in my opinion. Well, definitely. Underwear is one of those things where you get what you pay for. I've actually discovered a brand I love called Evie. They are a seamless subscription underwear, so they just arrive every month in the mail. 
of course, thanks to Facebook. Facebook has always introduced me to my favorite things, including my favorite sports bras. What are those called again? Uh, they're a brand called SheFit. They are super. They're adjustable in every way imaginable, but the only thing I don't really like about them is they have kind of a funny seam that runs down the front, but they're around $65, so they're not horribly expensive. I'll have to try one of those. I feel like I saw them on Instagram earlier today, actually. So as usual, they're watching. But um, I'm going to plug Lululemon again because um, I really like their in-light sports bras. Once again, pretty expensive. They're about $100, but they're really supportive. Um, I'm a little bit of a busty gal, if you will. And these really hold things together in a flattering way. I mean, it's really important to hold it all together. So yeah. if Lulu Lemon wants to go ahead and sponsor us, that would be just fine. We do need high-quality athletic gear. A lot of people think that horses do all the work when we're riding them, but obviously that's not the case since we are riding so vigorously we get butt rashes. Not to mention you've also had actual old lady back problems for like several years now. <laughs> oh, yes. It was better for a bit after a horse actually rolled over the top of me. Apparently, that was the only uh, chiropractor that could adjust my back. <laughs> but, yeah, it's back again. Back pain, it's just a horseback rider's best friend. Guess what's back? Back again. Back pain's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> so, you have the body of a 90-year-old. Um, can we also just talk about how insane it is that we wear white breeches at shows? Like, we are surrounded by literal poop all day, both our horses and the frankly troubling amount of show nerve diarrhea. <laughs> also, I mean, we're both females here, so what a risk with periods. Like, what woman came up with that idea? I well, don't know. It's nuts. It had to be a man, honestly. It had to be a man, given the history of her sport, so yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, what else is new? Um, so that covers our literal saddle sores. Should we move on to the saddle sore segment of the pod? Oh, absolutely. I'm glad we finally got into this section because I'm desperate to share a saddle sore. So saddle sores are essentially things that bug us. And let's just say there are more of these things than there are of real saddle sores, if you can even believe that. I just saw some article on Facebook about horse people's pet peeves, and this is quite similar to that. In the spirit of not being too negative, I only have a small saddle sore this week, but I can't stand it when people have full-blown lessons at horse shows. Like, they monopolize half of the warm-up arena, and then they glare at you like you kicked their horse in the teeth when you go anywhere near them. Ugh, yeah, that is incredibly annoying, and I think it's important to have someone with you at warm-up if you need it, but I think at this point, if you can't warm yourself up at a horse show, then you probably shouldn't be there. I totally believe in helpful reminders and giving encouragement more so than teaching in the warm-up. It's all about the positive reinforcement. Yes, for sure. Um, so what's your saddle sore? Well, my saddle sore is stall doors. Stall doors? Like something about the literal door? No, but why can't people just look around and see if the stall doors are open or closed? Huh. I honestly don't think I've ever noticed whether stall doors in a barn are open or closed, but uh, maybe that means I'm part of the problem. Eh, probably, yeah. So why don't you just pay attention? Yeah, <laughs> duly noted. Well, I think that pretty much sums up the unglamorous lifestyle of horsing around for this week. Yeah, that should do it. If uh, talking about our butts and lack of showering doesn't hook people in, I just don't know what will. 
Um, so huge thank you to Missy McIntosh for writing and producing our jingle. And another huge thank you to Jessica Lund, great name, although we're not related, for help with our cover <laughs> art. Stay safe, everyone. Wash your hands, and we will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.